1: looking
0: good yes yes so head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all enjoy hey y'all it's jay
1: i wasn't here when they decided to record this episode so i take no responsibility in the atrocious sound that you were about to hear feel free to reach out on social media and tell them how
0: bad it is there was a few of us in my office that wanted to form a support group for each other (laughs) a listing support group listing support group i like it
1: can you at least sweep up the dead box? Right, right, right. right. Can it be clean? We're going to need it to be clean. Brother you we have an ad running on social media mm-hmm. where there are billions of people. And call them before they can call you.
0: Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community
1: over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. It's episode 162. What are we talking about today? Marketing your listing. Perfect. (laughs) Now that the listing doesn't just sell itself. Right. Maybe... Maybe it's time to talk about
0: how to actually market. We're doing some... We're approaching a time where things aren't just going to fly off the shelf every day. Right. And your sellers are going to really be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So Because last week's market was talking about... um, Last week's market. (sighs) Last Last week's week's episode. uh, I think it's actually... Two weeks prior, because okay. last week was safety. Oh, yeah, that's right. Either way, carry on. Yes, listening to the episode about if you haven't listened yet about the shifting market. Yeah, working in kind of a shifting inspired, market. Yeah, that's kind mm-hmm. of what has inspired this. Yeah, agree. Because we're gonna, we haven't, we're we're a little rusty these last two years. We're so rusty. All right, so do 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 do. beep. beep. I have a buyer that I was helping buy a condo for her daughter at LSU. Okay, and the laundry in the condo that she bought Uh is in like a pantry type closet in the kitchen Uh and it's a stackable yeah but the current owners had gotten these really nice big washing washer and dryer okay and then stacked them but they don't have to be stackables like they're two separate units they could be okay But they're so big that that you can't close the door. Oh, it wasn't working. Right. So she said, I mean, they're beautiful, but they're not going to fit here. Right. And so I had just decided that. So when I bought the flip house, Mm -hmm. it had a brand new stackable washer dryer in it. uh Uh-huh. Because they were going to move it into the kitchen. So they wanted to take up as little space as As possible. As little space as possible. Got it. Whereas I now have a very large laundry room. Well, it looks silly stacked. Yeah. Like you have this huge room. Why would you have a stackable? Right. So my contractor traded them out. I gave her the stackable and they gave me the Uh, new unit. Everyone's happy. It looks delightful. I love it. And I just, I mean, I wasn't planning on providing a washer dryer, but it just kind of worked out. And and I think it's going to look really nice in the photo. Yes, because you can see what. Yeah, he charged me 200 bucks to haul the stackable over there, get through the two gates, get into the condo, do the exchange, hook up girl, wash her washer-dryer. Oh, that girl. was kind. Yeah, so, you know, it all worked I, out. It totally worked out. I love it. Anything else for today? Um, we did add the shiplath wall into yes. the kitchen area. And I just loved seeing it, seeing wood in there. You he like the warmth of the wood. Yeah, the, the, the goal was to paint it. Yeah. But then I just... I'm, I'm a sucker for exposed yeah, wood. Sure. And brick. It's and pretty. Things like that. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I, what, what we decided is we're going to whitewash it. Oh, because...
1: Who came up with that genius idea? The
0: contractor. No way. It was me. It was Katie. <laughs> Stop it. You're trying to give all the credit. <laughs> it was Katie. 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 Oh. I FaceTimed with Katie yesterday while oh I was there. God. And Katie said... Why don't you whitewash it? Because it's pretty, but there are some imperfections in the wood because it was made to be painted. He didn't choose wood that was made to be stained right. or left raw. So right. it would look a little odd. And then if we whitewash it and it doesn't look good. Doesn't we'll it doesn't paint. We'll just paint. Okay, love it. Was Genius he, idea. Was he thank you? I really need credit for something. <laughs> <laughs> was he like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah no problem. Right.
1: Yeah, I can okay. do this. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Do 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 the flip report. Every time we do the flip report, I think, should I be telling people who are new here what the heck we're doing? Oh, but yeah, I can't do it every time. I Guess know. what, you guys? Alyssa's flipping a house. She gives us a report every episode. The until end. it's over. Until it's over. The flip report. Yeah, and you can go back and listen to an old our old episode, the flip report that goes through the whole last time you did this. Yes. It's sort of like, did you ever
0: watch Flip This House? Yeah. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs>
1: Back in the day when it was new. Now Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you're kind of over all those Mm -hmm. real estate shows. Okay. Back to marketing your listing.
0: Okay. How do you change now that things are changing? I think the biggest downfall that agents have is when a house does not fly off of the shelf. They panic and they freeze and they stop all communication. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do anything and they don't they say don't anything. They don't do anything. They don't say anything. Mm-hmm. They're just praying every day to the real estate god That this problem will go away. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But all the seller, even though it's so hard to do, you will always feel better after you just talk to your mm-hmm. seller. Communicate with them. Yeah. Let them know that you are watching. Yeah. That you are aware that you're working on it. And that, that's the biggest thing to me. Yeah, for sure. Even if you're not, I don't think you have to get into spending all of your money into fancy, crazy marketing things. No. If you are communicating with your seller and doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is what we'll talk about today, that's all that really matters. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this big over the top, you know, you don't have to plan a circus at the house and bring in the petting zoo. No, nobody like Nobody needs that. No.
1: Million dollar listing, open house, brokers open. Yeah, a
0: few. This was probably in maybe 2016 or 2017 in a very healthy market, Mm -hmm. but listings were not flying off the shelves yeah we just had a longer day on market what's what some might call a normal market, a normal market right which is what we are entering back into, possibly yeah we think mm-hmm. and there was a few of us in my office that kind of wanted to form a support group for each other <laughs> a listing support group listing support group i like it um because you know this you you're tr- you're intimidated right you feel helpless yeah they have hired you to sell their home. It's not selling. Oh, it's not even showing. Right. So it, it puts a lot of pressure on you. And those are the kind of things that do kind of keep me up at night. Like if, you're like, how do I handle this? Oh, it's, it is. It's very you stressful. have to be able to sit in discomfort. Yes, that's the biggest that's problem. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it now, but I, I still have my it. moments. You know, and then I do. I don't like when people are not pleased with my service. Right. And sellers. Every day that their house has not sold, they are not pleased. I know. And every day when they pull up and see your name in their yard. It's you. It's your fault. It's you. It's not the market. Mm -hmm. It's not their old house. It's not the wrong price on their house. It's It's not the leopard carpet. It's your fault fault that nobody wants the (sighs) house. So, it makes me feel a little panicky like just talking about it. I know. Because that's what it is. I it too. It's creepy. Oh, God. So there was four of us that got together okay. and said so we're all struggling with our feelings because, yeah, there's just only so much we could do. But I will say, the only thing I found that made me feel better was knowing that I did something that day or communicated. Yeah. Once I knew they heard from me, the anxiousness just went away. Like, the ball is out of my court. But the longer that I would go it without builds, calling, calling or emailing or checking in or providing an update, the more I would go, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been over a week. Yeah. Or I need to call them now. Right. But then no. I'm scared. Yeah. So what we tried to do mm-hmm. is we got together. We met um, once a week in the office. And we were trying to come up with a list, right, that we could put on a rotation. Yeah that every week we had a task Mm -hmm. for that listing. Yeah. And it could be something as simple as one week we provided a market update report. Yeah. Not a canned, like our our company sends them a seller's report every Sunday. Right. But we wanted it to be more specific. So I think in our template package, I have the updated market analysis. That's what I use. It just says hey, I just wanted to send you an updated market analysis. I am monitoring the market. Um, Based on this chart, there are this many active. There Mm -hmm. are this many pending. You will see if you scroll down the price column, we are a little high still. Or, you know, we look like we're okay, but really we might be a little on the high end because we're in the process of shifting. So basically I just do a quick CMA summary. In our MLS we have what's called a CMA, CMA summary. That's the one I use. Um, it's just a quick one-page yeah, sort of Excel spreadsheet type chart. It's right. very easy to read. Uh-huh. I don't get into making a big market analysis with photos and making just no. no, no. It's, it it takes me about 10 minutes to get all my sellers this email. Yeah. And then I just add things specific to their house and then i say just a reminder i sent one yesterday we've only been on the market for 13 days right i know it can feel like a hundred yeah like i try to say things like that right. to let them know i feel it too yeah i, I know, know you're stressed and you're worried and like I just i know but, but it's only been 13 days right
2: and then i say that if
0: you look at the sold homes well there are several that sold quickly there's a handful that took 40 days 50 mm-hmm. days 200 right. days yeah you never and know you just don't know so anyways that was one of the things so we had like a market analysis one of the things was so I think that a lot of agents this is just my personal strategy there's nothing wrong with either way this is just what I have found works for me when you get a new listing a lot of realtors spend a lot of money up front Mm -hmm. and do everything at one time. So they're getting drone photos. They're getting professional photos. Mm -hmm. They're paying a videographer. Mm -hmm. They're doing all of this big stuff, which I do think could be good. I think it could be a good strategy. But like, for example, I don't always do a, I don't do a video when I list, I don't pay a videographer. I don't either. But on our list was if we got to like week five, Mm -hmm. we would say, Hey, Mr. Seller, I just wanted to let you know I'm working on having a virtual tour made of the property so that way we can upload it to the site, perhaps get some more traffic. Yeah. And then I like to provide them with data like when you upload a virtual tour onto any of the websites, it kind of boosts it and puts it at the top. Right. Um, refreshes mm-hmm. the listing. So that was one of the things. We, w- we added a video tour. Mm-hmm. Um we have something in our office called AdWorks. I think anybody can Oh that. yeah, you know uh-huh. you can just So I wrote a little email. It's saved in my email template folder for okay. myself, right? That and just says, "Hey Mr. Seller, I just want to let you know that I just got a two-week ad. It's going to run for this long and yeah. and explain all of that." Um so the point is, we came up with some very simple mm-hmm. co- even the videos Sometimes I use a videographer and sometimes I just use my stabilizer yeah. and, and did it myself and added the music with, mm-hmm. um, you know, the iMovie or yeah. whatever. And it was just something that let them know each week I am here. And sometimes it was, if it's a vacant house, it was just a pop by to the house. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Seller, I just want to let you know I went by the house today. Closed all the toilet lids. Yeah. Made sure everything looked good. I, I Picked would up suggest, all the dead bugs. Yeah. I, I would suggest maybe having a light clean or having the yard guy Pay more attention to the flower beds. Yeah. So that costs nothing. Nope. There are so many. The biggest thing is finding a reason to talk to them. Right. Right. Okay.
1: So that makes perfect sense to me. And that's the part that we avoid, the communication part. But it is not technically marketing, right? It is the communication piece of what you're doing in the marketing. Correct. So I think that when people keep requesting this, they're wanting us to tell them, What do you do? Like, what do you do with this listing? So this is a quote I wrote down. You tell me if you know what movie this is. (laughs) Start at the beginning. That's a very good place to start. Oh, I don't know. You know, (laughs) it's the sound of music. It's the song. And I had to look it up. So I'm like, why is this in my head? You know, The Do Re Mi song? Yeah. Let's start at the beginning. It's a very good place to start. (laughs) Anyway, um, I think the first thing you have to do is the same, totally in line with your communication strategy. You have to be honest with your seller at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like just... Telling them anything they want to hear to take the listing, letting letting them price it wherever they want to price it, that's already setting yourself up for failure when you go to market the property mm-hmm. because there's no amount of fancy marketing that can fix poor pricing or poor condition or actually just inappropriate pricing for that condition. Mm-hmm. You can sell any house at any condition, right? Yeah. It just has to be priced according to the condition. Sure. Sure. If your house is in great condition, maybe you can push the boundaries of that neighborhood. If it's in not so great condition, you really better not be pricing it the same as the fully renovated
0: cop. I will say that whenever I go to a list, the the listing interviews that I have lost have been because they liked what the other agent had to say better. Right. And sometimes I'm kind of hard on myself, but then I watch that listing sit. And it doesn't sell. and And even if it sells eventually, that seller has a bad taste in their mouth, and I have even had sellers email me after the fact and say, "Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm regretful. I did the wrong in my choice. I made a bad choice. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because it's and, but you know what? That is a problem with the industry that that it should be trained that you can't just tell the seller whatever they want to hear in order to get the listing because just having a listing doesn't actually get you paid. It actually costs you money exactly. and time. Yeah." So, like, what's the point of having the listing? Unless you caught a buyer off the sign, but really, Mm -hmm. what are the odds? Um, Okay. The other thing I like to think about is really expressing to the seller in the beginning that you're teammates, okay? So... They have, the success of the sale doesn't just depend on what fancy marketing I'm going to do or what I'm going to do or how many times I'm going to do an open house, but like how well are they going to prepare? Are you going to get ready for every showing the way you did for photos? Are you going to do the staging that I told you to do in order to list it? Are you going to price it correctly? So I think that um, they can go back and listen to, there's a couple of staging episodes Mm -hmm. we've done, but staging, like the pre-work in marketing is still part of your marketing, Like getting that house looking the way it's supposed to look for the market is important. And I have told many sellers, hey, I know you're in a rush to get it listed. Or maybe you're worried the market is shifting and you're in a hurry. But getting the house on the market before it's ready is a detriment to you. It's not only going to cost you time and money, like you're probably going to have problems selling it.
0: And also letting them know you're listing with the realtor. Don't do any pre Marketing in your Facebook oh, or it really takes the oomph out of the launch. Right, what you want yeah. the launch to this be just good? Like this is just like this. What happened to me that I told that
1: story a couple of weeks ago on the show? Like, they seller used their cell phone photos in the Facebook group to pre-market their listing. Although Ortel fine for them but I mean, the point is, you don't want. Mm-hmm, like, you're right. You want to show up with a great first impression. Mm-hmm. What are the great photos? Like, here are the professional photos. Like, I would never take a listing and the seller say, oh, we're not ready for photos. Can you just put it up with a cell phone? Like, no photo or one photo. No, that's not okay.
0: Mm-mm. That's not good marketing. We have to make a good first impression. Yes. Putting your best foot forward and waiting the extra couple days for it to be done right is worth the wait. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just And I think that we have to be clear with our seller's
1: the front end mm-hmm. that the marketing isn't going to change what you did to prepare like the marketing and is not going to ch- unless you want to lower the price yeah below what what you could get mm-hmm. fine if that's what you want to do um i have some non-negotiables on my getting ready list okay for listings before you start to market professional photography 100 percent is a non-negotiable mm-hmm. like as an agent not cannot skip it good curb appeal I mean, I think the seller needs to actually pay to, and it can be as simple as maybe you don't have a lot of money to put in, but is your front door clean? Mm -hmm. Like you can go out there with the rag and clean it. Right. Spray some Windex on the glass. Mm -hmm. Like it's not that hard. And then general cleanliness inside. Mm -hmm. Like fine. You don't want to put a white bedspread on every bed. Can you at least sweep up the dead box? Right. 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 Can it be clean? We're going to need it to be clean. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to say about pre-work before we get into like marketing specifics? I don't think so. Okay. All right. What do you think when you think of marketing real estate? Like, What is the place that you go to in your mind?
0: At first, I think I feel a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I feel... Like, I think of the word fancy or, you know, digital marketing. Like, there's so many buzzwords in relation to marketing this topic. Plan. Yes, marketing uh-huh. plan. It all feels a little bit intimidating to me uh-huh. um, because it's okay to talk about money. Um, we make a certain amount of money, and I don't want to spend all of my money. Especially on marketing. Marketing is expensive depending on what you're doing and choosing. Right. And if you're going to have, like, I've had listings six months to a year. Mm -hmm. And if I'm spending all this money every week, catering an open house and doing tours and this and paying for everything. Yeah. At the end of the day, your paycheck is basically just reimbursing you for everything. (laughs) For all that that money
1: you put into marketing. Sometimes I like to watch million dollar listings. Sometimes when they talk about their marketing budget, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I think it's more important to maybe look at the percentage of what you're being paid, right? Like what percentage is your go-to for marketing? Is it 10% of your commission that you're going to get? Is it 20%? But like you have, I think most agents have no budgets. No, they're just like, oh, what am I good. Do? yeah, OK, let me make the fancy flyer and let me get a billboard for this listing and right. let me go put it in those, you know, as realtors, you get sold to so much. But those magazines that are mm. the grocery. Yeah. Would you like a one page for your new listing? And it's three hundred dollars. And I'm like, I think it's not (laughs) going to make sense, but thank you. Like, but then you'll have those sellers that see the magazines and the grocery and they're like, why is it my house in the magazine and the grocery? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Like I've had sellers back me into a corner to where I'm like, if print marketing is just like, but I always start with print marketing isn't in my marketing strategy.
0: Well, that's a great point that you're communicating up front if you don't do open houses... You better tell them. You better tell them up front, yeah. hey, listen, Mr. Seller, I don't do open houses. Right. This is why. If it's a serious buyer, fire, they can make an appointment and now they're vetted and I know who to follow up with as their agent. So just be prepared to tell them what you do offer. Yeah. I have a current listing. It's under contract now, but they...
1: It's it was an inherited property. So there were a lot of voices, you know, like what are you going to do? And then I'll get a text from one and I'll get a text from the other. And like, there is a point of contact, but everyone wants to be involved. Right. Fine. It's not a problem. But one of the people who I hadn't even talked to at all, sent a group text, basically started a group text with everyone, like all the sellers and was like, "Um, are you going to do, I listed on a Friday, are you going to do an open house this Sunday? And I had to give the whole spiel of like, no, but see, because not everyone had met me and talked to me during my yes, listing. So yes. like this, these things were coming up, I guess, just all to say, these things may still come up if you told your seller, mm-hmm. I don't typically do. So then I had to give them the, I can't follow up with the mm-hmm. people who, come. like, if someone comes to it, it's, it's dangerous for me, it's dangerous for your home, I don't know who's here. It, the serious buyers in the first weekend are surely going to get their agent over to get them over there. Guess what? First weekend under contract. Right.
0: I don't, but, but I could have been like, ah, I'm scared. okay, you said open house. I'll just go do it. Yes. Cause I think that is what most agents would do. In our Monday morning meeting, which was originally for new agents, but has just kind of stayed to be a, I still go. Yeah. But one of the new agents said, you know, poor thing. She just looks so stressed out. She's like, my seller wants me to do an open house every weekend. And I have been, but the last two open houses, nobody, nobody came. came and we're like, yeah, there's no demand, right? It's always open. Here's the thing. If a house is for sale, it is always open. All yeah. you have to do is make an appointment.
1: Well, that's what I told her in my text too. I'm like, listen, I'm extremely available. If someone calls off the sign, I will get over there mm-hmm. and show the house mm-hmm. or they're going to have an agent who will show them the house. Open house isn't going to sell your house, but especially sellers who haven't maybe sold in a long time, they don't understand. They don't realize that 97% of buyers see their house online first. Mm-hmm. So professional photography, way more important than an open house every weekend. Right. Like we just have to talk to them. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. What do we mention almost every episode?
0: Email templates.
1: You're right, we sure do. (laughs) And after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have (laughs) copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I have never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What?
0: feel organized knowing that
1: templates with an S 101.com email templates 101.com yes head over for reviews and all of the specifics wonderful okay enjoy okay do we want to talk about social media yeah okay I think there are some specific things that you can do to market on social media very cheaply or free so you've got your professional photos and you've done your oh but let's go back a step When you do your listing, we have that whole episode on, um, does your MLS listing have good bones? Yeah. Put it in correctly for heaven's sakes. Mm -hmm. Does it have a good description? Are your public remarks telling them things that they maybe wouldn't see in the photos? You know, are you telling them like what they need to know? Did you put it in the right zip code and the right, like, did you fill out all the blanks? Not just the required blanks, like every single thing you could possibly know, but you can go back to that episode. Um, okay. So you've got it all filled out. Now, if you're going to go use social media on Facebook, there's a lot of things you can do for free, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Do you have a business page? I do. Alyssa Jenkins. I'm going to blow your mind right now. I don't know that we've talked about this. You know, Gary V, my friend who tells me everything that I need to know about social media and marketing, um, said that Facebook fan pages, which is basically like a business page are, are hitting again. What? They're getting seen again because a lot of the big um, advertisers like, I don't know, Coke, Pepsi, whatever, mm-hmm. have stopped putting as much money into Facebook advertising, which is allowing for organic reach to like get to your regular fan oh, pages. That's good to
0: know because I get
1: nothing. Right. So here's your strategy. You want to post your listing, but, you know, say something like, hey, whatever. Check out the restaurant around the corner. You could walk there. Whatever. Post it on your your business page, and then share that to your personal page. Okay. Don't just put it onto your personal page. Yes, you probably have more interaction with the people on your personal page, right? Sure. Okay. If you continually just put business content on your personal page, Facebook will eventually... Like flag you yes. or punish you or
0: whatever. People will
1: no longer see you. Right. So hide you, put it on your business page and then share it onto your personal page. That is free. You could take it a step further and boost the post. It is a little look, you can boost it for $20 just to tell the seller I have an ad running on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive. You can pick whatever number you want. The only thing that's kind of hard is Facebook is really, really stringent with the rules of advertising because of fair housing. Yeah. So you can't target a very specific zip code or it's I think it's like a 25 mile radius. Yeah. You
0: used to be able to do that. And now they don't. let like you. Yeah, you can't demographically. Exactly. So it's a little bit more
1: blanket, but you could still do it and be like Sell an ad seller. You have an ad running on
0: social media mm-hmm. where there are billions of people. Any t- so, going back to what we said about anytime you are doing something, make sure you tell your seller, Oh yeah, no matter how small it is, if you get a sign call, mm-hmm. hey, Mr. Seller, I just wanted to let you know I just had someone call yeah. from the sign. I gave them all the information. It turns out that it's a little bit more than they thought it would be. They're not pre-approved yet, but I answered all of their questions. I just wanted to keep you in the loop. Yep. Because we know... But they're over there going. Gosh, I wonder how things are going. Right,
1: and if you don't, sometimes they'll just ask you every day.
0: Every day. What's What's happening? Yeah, call them before they can call you. I know. Oh gosh. Okay.
1: Second thing on Facebook: post your listing to the local buy/sell groups. Mm-hmm. So they have local groups of whatever Baton Rouge homes for sale, or it could be Baton Rouge just buy or sell trade Baton Rouge, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or marketplace. So the actual marketplace tab of Facebook, I think you can still put real estate on there again, free. Yeah. Yeah. So put it on there. (laughs) Um, the last thing about Facebook I have is have the seller share it in their HOA or their neighborhood private group. So a group that you don't have access to, but that the neighbors would see, wouldn't that be nice if they're like, Hey, Oh yeah. My mom did want to move into the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. right? Like let's, so put, have your seller and give them the link that you want them to share. Mm-hmm. Don't have them go pull it from Zillow. Like if you have a link specific to you, make sure that they use the link that you gave them. Yeah. That way you can get those, you know, inquiries if they come through the link. Make sense? Yes. Okay. That's Facebook. You got anything awesome. else on Facebook? Um,
0: whenever you are sharing with your seller, hey, I have an ad running. I always like to find some stats. Um According to Facebook, this ad will be seen by approximately this many people. Uh This many people tend to click on the ad. And then the good thing is once the promotion ends, they will email you the results. Right. And that's a nice thing to share with your seller just to say, hey, just want to let you know this many people saved it. Again, it's just... It's you ha- They don't know unless you tell them. No. And all of these little things are things that just give you ammunition to communicate.
1: Yeah, agree. Okay, I have an Instagram one. Okay. Instagram and Facebook are not the same thing, obviously. Not the same. You can share from one to the other. But I think on Instagram or if you TikTok or Gary has also turned me on to the YouTube shorts. Oh. So YouTube now has a product that is basically like a reel or a tiktok okay it's a short video okay that has great organic reach and is more searchable than the other two Hmm. so if you have a youtube channel by all means get yourself a short of your listing but here's the thing when you make a reel or a tiktok do the best features of the house maybe Mm. it's you closing the soft closed drawers yeah or maybe it's you turning on the fancy outdoor lighting or maybe it's um you know, showing the location of how convenient the guest bath is to the entertaining space. Like, you can take a still photo of that. You could do a short video. You don't even have to be in the video, but you can put together those clips, easy peasy, mm-hmm. to where it's like best features of my you know l- new listing
0: on Main Street. You know, when is a great time to do one of those things when you are sitting in the house for an open? Right, <laughs> right. When a- people who say open houses are a waste of time, they're not. I will say. On Sunday, sometimes it is hard for me to get dressed and leave the family to go do it. No doubt. But once I'm there, I'm so productive. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm like, I have two hours yes. with no kids. Yes. A computer. Yes. I have two hours to think of you know, social media content. You can right. make your reels, you can make some posts, you can clear out your email. Yep. But that's a great time to say, you know, it's been on the market five weeks. I'm going to hold an open house. And while I'm there, I'm going to do all these things. And if somebody comes in, great. I have a potential client and I can show the house. And and when they leave, I'll go back to what I was doing. Well, you know
1: what else you need to do?
0: Make your open house virtual.
1: Do a live walkthrough Mm -hmm. on your Instagram or your Facebook or whatever social media you use. You don't have to be face to camera. It can just be you I've done it. Just me standing in the front door. Hey, y'all, I'm at an open house. Let Mm -hmm. me walk you through it. Mm -hmm. Take them through the whole house. Oh, sorry. Uh, Take them through the whole house. Yeah. Then instead of the five people that came to your open house, maybe a hundred people saw the house. Yeah. Right? So I think that's an easy one. The other one I like, and you can do this also when you're going out there for your open house, go to the nearby. What if the neighborhood has amenities? Park, pond, whatever, sidewalks, a walking trail, take a few like two second clips of all those things and make yourself a reel or a video or whatever and then share that. So you could do that. And what are the amenities just outside of the neighborhood? Is there a good restaurant? I was like, oh, you could really go to the restaurant, take a quickie like video or or a still photo of the front of the restaurant and then go in there and get something to eat and take a picture of your food. Yeah. Look at all the things you could enjoy if you lived at Main Street. This is not rocket science. And here's the great news. No people on the internet need all of those videos to be professionally made. No. They just were like, oh, that's cool. Oh, look just at want that. The information. just, just want the, just information. the information. They're not going to be living in a professionally videoed life. Done is better than perfect. Just do, But do it. And then you could send it to the seller. Hey, I made a reel of all the cool features in your house. It was so fun. I'm getting great responses on it. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you be like, oh my God, that's so neat. Thank you. Hey, guess how much that just cost us? How much? Zero dollars.
0: Yay. Okay.
1: So we can always do our reels, our TikToks, our YouTube shorts in that way. And then tag your seller. If you have friended them as you should have, mm-hmm. tag them. What is your seller going to be upset that you're marketing their house? No. Nope. nope. They'll be thankful. Thrilled. Thrilled. Uh, okay. So I have that. And then I did just make a general comment about video. Um, video is the the content that is being pushed by social media platforms, so it is crucial and no, you don't have to have your face in it if that is something that you're afraid to do, but do make it even if you're taking the photos from your professional photography and and clipping those together into a video, make video, share video content. um it will get watched more than static posts of pictures and it will um it will just get more traction in the actual feed and it doesn't have to be fancy. Now, if you really want to take it to the next level, be in the video, even if it's just the beginning. Hey, this is Katie. I'm selling one, two, three main street. I wanted to take you on a walkthrough of all the best features in this house. Turn the camera around, go through the house. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, And then I did want to mention seller rules. So I, I, In my, your house, your home is listed now, what the email template right after it gets listed, I used to, and and still might go back to this now that we're marketing more, Mm -hmm. would tell my sellers, here's the link to your home. Please share it as many times as you like, but limit your, um, discussions or posts about your listing to just that Mm -hmm. i've had clients share thoughts about oh i've got to get ready for showing again or oh Mm -hmm. this um these people came and they only stayed five minutes or um i got an offer and it's terrible and i'm like whoa hold on because then i mean it has actually bit them in the butt where like someone they had a mutual friend that knew that person that looked at it or knew the person that wrote the offer like no no information needs to be shared. None. None. And it's also influencing the market in general. Like if you keep posting that you have showings and nobody wants your house, well, maybe one of your friends of friends or even your friends who had thought about it is like something wrong with that house. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to look at it either. Yeah. So shh, I'm like, you could share. nothing
0: negative. No venting on Facebook. No. no venting on social media. Share
1: only the link. That is it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's my rule. I like it. Okay. Do you have any other like marketing things that you do?
0: A lot of the local newspapers have gotten to where they have a virtual. I don't like I, we have the
1: advocate. The right. advocate now has the
0: advocate.com. Right. And it's very, it's very inexpensive to place an ad there. Yeah. Um. So that way, if you have a seller, that newspaper is important to them. You could say, Hey, I got with our local newspaper. Yeah. And did this. Uh, so that's another thing that I had on our list. So, Potential things. Like that's that's what's good is you have this long list and you can kind of pick and choose per house. Right, like what's worth what what's, you need to do. What's good for uh-huh. this house. And then if time passes, you can grab a few more things, you can repeat some things. Yeah. Like I think the updated market analysis where you're emailing the seller. Oh, one thing that I really enjoyed doing was I have I wrote this email that just said, Dear seller, I since your link mm-hmm. to the top agents in the zip code oh, and yeah. ask for feedback. And this is some of the feedback I got. Uh-huh. And a lot of them would give really great feedback because I would email these agents and say, Hey, if you wouldn't mind just like making some notes, if you want to send me one of your listings, I'll, I'll do, do the same. same. Yeah. And so we were exchanging and it was kind of fun to go through pictures because I had these pictures open big and Uh I'm like looking at them, really trying to give them some good feedback on what could it be. Uh And it's nice because it's allowing it to come from someone other than you. Yeah. So I would get some good feedback and then you can always like edit their feedback or add anything or delete anything that's not appropriate or whatever the case may be. But it's just another thing to let them know. And I think, honestly, the more realtors, the the ones that are really working in your marketplace, the more you can get your house in front of them, they will. the better. Yeah, agree. I do think it's better. Now, I have not had good turnout at agent stores. No, and open not of producing agents because they're busy working. Yeah. And so, and again, if they want to see the house, it's open anytime and they can schedule it any time that they want, why go on Monday between eleven and one? Yeah, you know. Right. So I have real, I've really gotten some good feedback. We even um, one time, a few of us had listings in this little suburb of Baton Rouge. It was kind of out uh-huh. out of the way, but and um, we all got together for lunch. I think I went to this. Yeah. Was it in Central? Yes. yes. Remember? I do remember. remember we did this. How fun it was. We did do this. Okay. We went to lunch. Yes. This was like before we this were is before really to This the podcast, grand. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then we... It was so it, helpful. It, it, and it was fun because it was kind of like speed dating because the rule was, when we get to your listing, so there was five of us. Yeah. And we each had a listing uh-huh. on tour, but it was just the five of us. Uh-huh. And we toured five houses yep. in that city. Uh-huh. It was in Central, right? And... While we were in the house, I like say we were in my listing, I opened my email and made an email to my seller. I am here now with some of the top producing uh-huh. agents. Here's the feedback. We need to change the AC filters. There is dust on the fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there is a slight odor in the laundry room. right? The grass could be cut, the flower but whatever it is. But we had like five yeah. minutes. yeah. and it was and they were just spitting feedback and you're typing your email. And the beauty of it was, when we left the house, I clicked send. I didn't then have to go back to my right. office You're just like, here you and go. Like, do this big thing. It was just, here it is. And it was so fun. I know. It was fun. That's a, That was a great idea. Yeah. And then we
1: physically got to see it. I know. It's really helpful. So you can always do that type of, well, the best I ever did with agent tours is when I had that luxury listing, which is not my common listing. I would call agents that sold in that price range and be like, can I, can I get you to come look at this house? Mm -hmm. When do you have time tomorrow or Thursday or whatever? Like I basically would force them into coming to do an agent tour. Yeah. Like you have to see it in person. The pictures don't do it justice. Can Will you come and do that for me?
0: You would be shocked how many agents came. That's awesome. But you have to like. Really reach, reach out. Reach out intentionally. It's the mass communication. If you if you're sending out an email to you know thousands of agents, it's getting deleted. Yeah. If you're, it, it just has, like you said, has to be
1: intentional. And you don't realize an agent that has frequently worked in whatever price range. If you get them into your house, they may realize they have a buyer that. Isn't currently looking, or they know someone who's mentioned in the past. I'd love a house with a waterfall. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're like, well, wait a minute. your house this house has a waterfall. I didn't even realize that because I wasn't actively searching for that person at this time. Mm-hmm. And so, you opening their eyes to your listing
0: is helpful. It is marketing. Yeah, yeah, I love it's that. Getting the word out. Um, another thing that we had on our rotation list was Box Brownie. Oh Box yeah, Brownie to do the, staging. the virtual uh-huh. staging. So after you have your professional pictures done, if you're getting feedback that they can't figure, if this is a vacant house, they can't figure out the way How do you place furniture in this room? Box brownie is a very inexpensive way to add staging to photos. And what I love about it is you can submit this. Like one time I had this awkward upstairs bonus room that was kind of small and had some angles. Yeah. And I had Box Brownie stage it as a gym. Uh-huh. I had Box Brownie stage it as an office. Uh-huh. I had them stage it as like a little playroom, uh-huh. like a craft room. Yeah. And so I had three different photos. Yeah. And I had them in the house on little easels. I just printed like a eight by ten. I think that's very small. And then when people were there in the house, like, there's oh, three uh, options of how furniture could go, what it would look like. I did something like this on that big listing. Oh yeah. There was the cabin behind
1: the house. It was a single room. He had used it as his office. Would they then? the second room was a kitchen yeah. with a full bath. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an efficiency apartment, if you will, but it was more like use for an office. So I put a chalkboard in there and I wrote on it. What would you do with this room? Gym, art studio, yeah. uh, office, you know, kid, like college kid, how like whatever. I just wrote a whole bunch of things. And then that way, when someone was viewing it, it was like, instead of them sa- standing there and be like, what would I do with this? Yeah. Here's some ideas. There you bro. go. You want to do all your paintings out here? Art Mm -hmm. studio. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. So I think opening people's eyes to the possibilities of a house is also part of marketing. Yeah,
0: so Box Brownie, actually, like, you can submit a photo and say, what would this house look like if the brick was painted white? Oh, yeah. So there are things that you could do to say, look, I'm trying to help you have some vision here. Right. Have vision. Yeah. And not that this really changes anything, but it just... Box Brownie also will make the dusk photo, like the twilight Uh photos. So if you have a listing that it really looks good on any house, to be honest, but if you just want to change up your front photo, Uh it's very inexpensive to get the dusk photo. Or if you have a house, they're really pretty with houses with great patios or on the lake or with trees or some sort of like, if you have a pretty landscape doing the dusk photo. And then I say... Mr. Feller, I have gotten this desk photo. I'm going to upload it by changing the photos and mm-hmm. adding new photos. It does boost us on these websites. Right. Right. And again, explaining to them, why am I doing, why am I doing this? Yes. What is the point? Changing the front photo of the listing is one of my
1: things that I do Mm -hmm. to try and get interest. But I love the idea of taking it even a step further and getting a whole new photo made Mm -hmm. that was like a dust photo and then making that be the front
0: photo. Mm -hmm. Changing the orders of your photos can be an actual helpful activity. Well, before doing a price reduction, I like to make some changes. So before we drop the price, maybe that would be a good time to do some virtual staging photos, get some desk photos, or paint a room and then yeah. delete the old photo and take a new one. Yeah. Make some slight easy changes. And then when the price reduction happens... It looks like a different place. It looks like a different yeah. place when it's not, oh, there's that. There's a house right now. I have a buyer search set up for someone and this one house just keeps price it changing. It just keeps popping up and popping up yeah. and no matter how many times you pop up,
1: it's not the house. Do, okay. do you you want to hear one of my interesting strategies? Yeah. People are going to laugh at this. Sometimes I'll increase the price.
0: Just through it will email
1: out. Still goes out in the search again. It might just be $500. There's no law against it. Like, right. If you increase the price and the way R, the Paragon RMLS is, that makes the listing have a green arrow. Yes. When you do a yes. price change downwards, it is a red arrow down, and so it's like uh, negative, bad. Well, green arrow, it's like what? Like what if your seller did, let's say, paint the dining room and change out the whatever patio shades, mm-hmm. something? So something has changed, and then you just pop it up five hundred bucks. So then everybody sees it. Yeah, it's on the hot sheet. Hey, guess what? Price change. Oh well, I mean, you didn't, and the seller's probably like, sweet. I mean. Right. <laughs> That, that works for me. Yeah. But then later on, if you want it to, like, get it seen again, lower the price back to what it was before. Right. But now, now it has feel. now has the red arrow, which I don't like. Yeah. Um. Okay. Rotating the front photo is huge. Making a small price change. Like, if your seller's willing to come down 10000 can you do it in 2,500 increments? Like, why do you – you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we don't want to jump. Maybe we want to do it, like, mm-hmm. spaced out by – a week or, you know, four days or whatever, just to get it like popping out more often. I mean, you have to kind of be creative. Um The other thing that I was thinking about was the seller top 10.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you do this with your listings? So on the homeowner, my homeowner information sheet, I just have them to list their favorite things. Okay. So I just do mine as a
1: separate sheet. I do have a homeowner info sheet, but the seller top 10, I remember seeing in a very, um, well-established agent early in my career. And I'm like, this is genius. Yeah. It's the top 10 things about your home and the top 10 things about your community. So like things of, that are location-based or neighborhood-based. Um And I have this seller fill it out. It is also the way I inform my listing description because now I've heard from the person who lives there what they actually like about this place, right? Yeah. But I love having that um, document. You can use that in, you know, video, like if you want to talk about certain features, you can use that. I put it into my listing binder and then I put the listing binder in the house so that when buyers come, they can see that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, no buyer is going to come on a showing and see that there's a binder there with full of information about the house and not even peruse it. If they mm-hmm. had the slightest bit of interest in the house, they're going to open it up. So I like the seller top 10. I think it's really useful for a couple of reasons. And then I like the listing binder. Mm-hmm. I My sellers love it. It's just a really helpful way instead of a buyer being in your house and saying, oh, I wish I knew what the utilities were. Well, the homeowner info sheet is in there. So let's just say they're seeing five houses and they kind of liked your listing, but they had all these questions and then they left and saw the other four listings. They can't remember yours and they don't remember what their questions were and they just kind of forget.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: what if they were able to answer all of their questions while they were there because you have the binder and then they're like well maybe we want to write an offer great there's no reason not to yeah questions answered my, right i'm not waiting on something not waiting on any and it honestly as an agent saves you a lot of those calls mm-hmm. hey um how much are their utility bills what about the taxes how about the insurance it's all in the book yeah and, all on, and attached to the mls so i'm not like you have to see it in the book when you're there but I also upload my homeowner info sheet and my seller top 10 to the MLS. Yeah. Why not?
0: Why Very the not? more you
1: can give them, the better. The more you can give them, the better. Um, but I like that that top 10 points out the things that the buyer just might not know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what? maybe they don't know that you have, they're not going to know that you have foam insulation in the attic, which brought down your utility bills. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, anything, do you leave anything
0: in your listings marketing wise? I don't. Okay. If I, that could be a good assistant duty, but. You're not required. I don't leave flyers. No, but I, I would like in my perfect world would have a, a binder for that. Yeah. I think it's
1: helped. But look, if your listing sells right away, you don't have time for that because. But I think that we're getting to where. Then you'll need it. You'll need You it. guys put your binder in there. If you mm-hmm. want to know what's in my listing binder, I teach every little bit of it in agent systems. <laughs> Perfect. So if you just want to know about mine. um, Okay, what about let's talk about emailing. So emailing your listings to your database is a huge part, like I would always tell my sellers, I have 6000 people in my database or whatever, like, you know, Mm -hmm. on my email list or whatever, and they're going to get your listing. But I think that you have to be this is a great opportunity. And we again, are going to get to this newsletter, (laughs) email, this newsletter email, episode but you can have a nice you know weekly check-in or monthly update that's like featured listing or yeah. you know like these are check out the all like maybe your newsletter i'm gonna save it i'm gonna put pin in it okay. but maybe you put in there the listing and then you cover the restaurant nearby love that wouldn't that be fun yeah, just a little and then even the business might share it right if you tag them yes Oh, I have definitely taken listings in areas really close to a a local restaurant and tagged them when I posted the listing. Yeah. Like, hey, it's right here. One of them said, well, great. We'll offer your buyers a free meal. That's so kind. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Um, Okay. All right. There is only one print marketing thing that I have done pretty consistently. Your postcards. Yeah. (laughs) But. It is only marketing that your seller cares about and that is happening for your listing Mm -hmm. on the first postcard. Okay. So if you're simply wanting to market your property, send the postcard when it's just listed or when you're stale and you need to like get Mm -hmm. some interest to the hundred nearest addresses. Hey, you know, have your neighbor's house listed. Let us know if you know someone who wants to live here, whatever. Um, the other three postcards in the series are for you to get more listings mm-hmm. there. It's not they're not suited for selling because it's then pending sold and we need mm-hmm. more inventory. But that first one is for marketing your your seller. And so I put that on my listing commitments sheet in my presentation. It's just listed postcard to your neighbors. That is for them. Yeah. Now your neighbors know. Okay. What else you got? That's all I got. Oh, okay. I think I have just one more thing. Okay. Um, we've talked about the remarks. I do think just to be thoughtful about how you fill those out. And then my last tidbit for marketing is find ways to stand out online. Okay. Okay. So when I was at Remax, you could go into your listings and add extra titles. So that would be something that even though the IDX feed is pulling listings from everyone, only a Remax agent who knew how to use the system would have a a fancy title on it. So like, let's say this particular buyer likes to search the Remax website. Okay. There's that'll, it'll just jump out. Okay. Okay. So if you have the capacity to amp up your listing on your website or on your franchise website or wherever you're like, I'm sure Zillow premier agents have some nonsense they can do. If you can make your, your listing stand out online, do that extra titles, um, I think like for your photos, you mean, it would be, well, that's a great point too. Yeah. Like label your, make photos. sure you actually label your photos mm-hmm. so that the people know what, what it is and you can kind of point things out like brand new refrigerator or whatever you're leaving mm-hmm. there. Um, I, mine would be like a banner that went across the listing that would say like open house this Sunday oh, or, okay. uh um, you know, cute house on a one acre lot or whatever mm-hmm. you could put whatever you wanted. Okay. Just if you wanted to pop something out. Um, I don't know if this is still the case, but I believe on Zillow you could do a video walkthrough. You had to do it through the app. Okay. So like you'd have to be on the app, and then you could video walk through. So that's a way to make it stand out there. Um, and I think that is it. That's all I got. This is. I'm feeling better already. I'm so glad that you're feeling better. Uh, I
0: definitely have a few that are sitting right now. Well, now you have some
1: ideas of things you can do. Yeah. And really, it's just a matter of, and you have to do them and communicate them. That's the key. Right. Okay. Okay. Okay, quick toast. Today's toast is from Rachel Bettis in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I like that she told me where she was. Thank Thank you, Rachel. We appreciate you. Very helpful. All right. She would like to toast my, she says, I would like to toast my dear friend, business partner and broker, Suzanne Lauren. Suzanne is a veteran agent with 24 years of experience. Wow. I bet she knows all the marketing tricks. Yes. When I got my license eight years ago, she took me under her wing and mentored me. As soon as I had her support and encouragement, my own business immediately took off. Now we own a small brokerage and represent a builder on a large subdivision together. All because she took the approach of community over competition. A few years later, when I became a mom, she talked me through as well. she talked me through as well. I truly do not know where I would be if she had not found me in the office, trying but floundering all those years ago. Mm-hmm. She is now one of my be- very best friends, and I will forever be immensely grateful for her generosity. That's sweet. Oh my God! Cheers to Suzanne, and thank you to Rachel. Thanks for making the toast. Yes, y'all have a wonderful day, and go market those yes. listings. Go market
0: on. Okay. got this. Goodbye.